Peace, power, and prosperity, family. This is the mid Chicago crypto hustler, Bitcoin Block Billy, coming to you once again with an early rising show of coffee and crypto. Um, New Money Matrix podcast, live Facebook uh, viewing. Right now, we're looking at BitTorrent uh, actually coming down, hitting the 23.6 Fibonacci retracement level, and the Bulls defending it. The Bulls with some very nice defense. Um, stocks are dropping right now also. Getting alerts. ABC is down. Cron is down. A lot of the uh, marijuana stocks are down right now. So what y'all looking at right now, that up and down movement, is the defense from the Bulls defending this area right here against the Bears. The Bears are trying to pull us down below that 23% retracement level, and the Bulls are trying to defend it and push us back to the upside. So that's what you're looking at right now with that uh, up and down motion of the candlestick. In fact, let's get a little deeper. Let's look at it on a let's look at it on the minute chart. That way you can really, really, really see the battle that's going on back and forth. So um, let me get rid of and get rid of these fibs. That way you can see this clearer and blow this up a tad bit. There we go. So what you're seeing right now is that tug of war that I usually tell you all about when I'm explaining the psychology of a candlestick. Hold on. Let me get this shared out real quick. Grand rising to everybody that's tuning in right now. Grand rising to everybody that's tuning in right now. I got uh, I do got a lot of news I want to cover. I do got a lot of news I want to cover. I'm going to try to speed through it because I do have to be gone here in about an hour. About 9.45 a.m. I got to get up out of here. So we can see within that last minute the um, Bulls were able to defend the 31 the 31 Satoshi price level right now. You can see they're steady, steady trying to push it up back against the Bears. Now, what we're looking for is confirmation of some strong support around this level. If we break this, then your breakdown could be down here to around 27. Though you could stop off anywhere in between. Normal levels of retracement are between 38 and uh, 61% on the uh, Fibonacci retracement level. So, first thing we're going to do is get over here into the news. we got a lot of news to cover. Um, firstly, U.S. stock market has no room left to grow. Raymond James says investors should watch out for those that are out there trading stocks. Um, Trade.io launches new funding method by credit card to crypto traders. So this right here is going to be key right here. For those that really truly know what credit is and how you're able to tap into that account and use that for them allowing you to hedge that now or leverage it against a digital asset. Once again, it's key. Binance started that not too long ago and others are now following suit. Um, as far as the cryptocurrency exchanges go, anyways, um, Kraken just acquired Future Startup in a deal worth a hundred million dollars. That means you'll be able to trade the you'll be able to trade um, or bet on the future price of said digital assets. We're going to cover that one. Coming out of the United States, crypto platform Hubby.com launches fiat to crypto trading. This in the United States. Y'all see the amount of legislation that's being passed, right? I know y'all y'all see the amount of laws that's being passed that's telling people like, look, this is money. This is actually money. You know what I mean? So people got to be really, really, really got to pay attention to what's going on. I'm going to try to cover this one. And once again, the gold back cryptocurrency launched by Iranian banks. This one I definitely want to cover because when you see other countries, whole countries going this route, you know what I mean? It's, it's definitely something that you want to pay attention to. It's definitely nothing that you want to you know turn your nose up to. So let me see. Like I said, once again, we got a red day in the market. We do have a red day in the market. Let me come over and see uh, who I got viewing right now. Like I said, I know I'm going a little early as of right now, a little earlier than I usually do. Grand rising to everybody tuning in. Peace, power, and prosperity. How we doing out there, family? 
Let me get this shared out to my IG real quick. If you all can, please share this out too. Please share this out for the people that do need to see it. Let me see. Let me get this out on my IG real quick. Okay. Get that over there. How we doing out there, family? How, I know people seeing that Pundi X, and I know it's a lot of individuals that are uh, invested in Pundi X right now. When y'all really, really see the advancement that this, 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 not just the coin, but the company is doing as a whole. Brother Riley, what's going on? How we doing out there, my brother? How we doing today? Uh, let me see. Another thing I'm starting to see, a lot of IG family don't have Facebook pages. Um, there we go. Get that shared out. I didn't really get a share on Facebook. All right. So let me see. Should I run through the top 20 or go through the news first? Let's just run through the top 20 first and then we'll end this thing with the news. So like I said, I don't have a lot of time today. I'm not probably not going to be able to chart as I usually do. Um, I was going to try to really turn this into a 30-minute show. So I'm going to see how I do. I'm going to see how I do. Let me see. Ah, so see, we got good defense from the Bulls. We do have good defense from the Bulls, pushing us back up from that 23%. We were retrading at 31 Satoshis. We're moving back up to 33 Satoshis. Let's see what type of volume. Uh, Where's my volume at? Let me get some volume bars in here. I want to see what type of volume I got coming in. Hold on. Very good volume coming in. This is a daily. Let's go back to a four hour, two hour. There we go. Now you can see that pullback. Look at that strong. Look at that strong respect to that Fibonacci retracement level. Look at it. Very strong respect and very nice execution of a defense coming from the Bulls to the upside. Very nice execution in defense. Let me see. Let's see how this looks on Tether. Because the thing we got to comprehend is that a lot of these currencies look a little bit different when you're trading in them. On the, now, this is where I got in on a bit. <clears throat> Just so y'all can see sort of where I first started trading in and at. And this is where it's at now. I had to wait. I'm going to tell y'all something. I had to wait for that confirmation of that break right there. That's what I was waiting on for me to enter. So, I entered around, um, where did I get in? My first entry. I think I posted. I think it was like 58 or something. I believe my first entry was around between the 61 and the uh, 78% retracement level. And then I've just been riding this thing the whole way up since then. So, uh, I, and like I say, it's not that I bought in on a, a, a pump. I bought in once I seen the previous uh, resistance was broken. You understand what I mean? It's not just willy-nilly, I don't know what's going on. Let me just try something with me. No, I don't do that. I'm, I'm looking for breaks. I'm looking for for. Not just breaks, but breaks that I know are really going to make a difference. With this being pretty much the high right here, the whole move, and it dumping down, and then me seeing this big-ass um, bullish candlestick coming in, and then a small reaction from the bears, and then the bulls coming in full force. And then, like I said, once I seen this starting to plot and move sideways and consolidate to the, to the side, I'm like, okay, right. 
Let me let me let me let me jump in while it's good. And man, I've been riding that thing the whole way up since then. So I don't know if anybody else was able to jump in or catch any of that BTT run, but it was definitely a good one. So the first, um, I'm not. We're gonna do the countdown first, right? What do y'all want to do for the viewers out there? Let me see who I got viewing. Let me see who I got checking in right now. For all my participants, all my viewers, all the people out there that's tuning in right now, what do y'all want to do? Y'all want to go through? Uh, y'all want to go through the um, the top twenty. Real quick, y'all want me to do the news real quick. Let me know exactly what y'all want to do. I want to knock this out real quick. So I, I got, like I said, I do got some early morning affairs that I got to attend to, but I did want to bring the information to the family. So I'm going to leave it up to the family. I want y'all to let me know exactly what y'all want to go through first. Let me see. We got uh, Miss Tiffany checking in. Peace, power, and prosperity. Queen Grand Rising. Brother Hassan. Brother Kennedy. How we doing out there, family? How we doing out there? News, news. Okay, everybody wants the news first. Everybody wants the news. I bet. That's a, that's a good thing, though. So let's go ahead and knock this news out real quick then. All right, so the first one coming from CCN. And I'm, like I said, I'm going to run through a lot of this real quick because I do got like four stories. And I want to knock this out in about 30 minutes. So the U.S. stock market has no room left to grow. Raymond Jamin says investors should watch out. The 10-year Treasury note yield of the United States. In fact, let me, man, see, this is the thing about these stories. All right, so what is a Treasury note? Remember, I, I preach to y'all about the instruments that y'all using all the time, all the time. These are just notes. They're um, actually made up entities that allow you to transact and do handle commercial affairs, basically. Um, they're earned fixed rate of interest every six months until maturity. What is the U.S.? Hold on. Um, So they're talking about the 10-year, right? So, all right, what is the 10-year uh, U.S. Treasury note? The note, pay attention to this because this is the same thing. And I, I, Man, I know I'm going to get deviated. This is the same thing that your currency is that you use in the public, meaning your Federal Reserve notes, your checks, all of that. These are, pay attention. So what is a 10-year Treasury note? The 10-year Treasury note is a debt obligation. Issued by the United States government with a maturity of 10 years upon initial issuance. So I'm not going to go so deep into it. It's a debt obligation. When you pull out your money, anybody who's got any Federal Reserve notes in their pocket right now, pull them out on the Federal Reserve note. It will tell you this is a note used to pay all debts, public and private. That's it. It's a, it's a debt note. It's a debtor's note. That's all the what y'all call money is. It's not really constitutional money. The only thing that's constitutionally lawfully money is gold and silver. And now they're bringing in this thing, crypto, which, man, I really, really, really don't like that they're starting. The legislation is getting in and saying, look, we're going to label this money. I'm going to have a whole bill later on, so don't even worry about it. Anyways, the 10-year Treasury note yield of the United States has continuously dropped in a three-month span since November of last year for the first time since 2015, which may be a sign as an indicator of uncertainty in the U.S. stock market. Now, let me stop right there and give you a little bit of background. We had a recession, a depression. A defunction, an economy crash back in, I know those words probably didn't make no sense, but we had an economy crash back in 2008. A lot of individuals don't know that we went into a recession, if not a depression. And when Obama came out with the stimulus package, if you know what a stimulus package is, it is an incentive given when there is the onset of a recession or you are in a recession. Because all they did was print it up more Federal Reserve notes, passed them out to everybody so that everyone could start doing more tra uh, commercial transactions. What was going on was there was not enough money transactions going on. There was not enough money 
money in the market. Also, there was some prime mortgages that bankers and big institutions bet on that ended up crashing out the bottom. So what that one individual did was he came with a new instrument that he made that allowed him to short the market. If you've never seen the movie The Big Short, you need to watch The Big Short. They drop a lot of jewels in there. Anyways, though, so what happened was they put all this extra money into the U.S. They gave everyone Federal Reserve notes to go out and do commercial transactions with free money. If you want to put it that way. And what happened? That boosted the market. That gave people more buying power. That's why you've seen the bull. When we had a 10-year bull run from 2008 to 2018. Do y'all think that's because the economy was so good? No, this gave y'all, this, they gave y'all a bunch of debtors notes to go out there and do a lot more transacting with. That's the only thing that boosted the economy. And since those notes really ain't backed by shit, now you're seeing a backlash of that. But let me get on with the story because I, I go way off in the uh, left field. Anyways. Since late 2018, bonds and stocks, 10-year run, have shown a similar trend of growth, which typically occurs when inflation, I just told y'all they gave y'all a bunch of Federal Reserve notes, and the Federal Reserve rate rises. The decline in the 10-year Treasury note yield, 10-year, and other types of government debt, (coughs) Federal Reserve notes, (coughs) suggest that investors may be losing confidence in the U.S. stock market, despite the strong performance of the Dow Jones. Don't be fooled. Uh, speaking to the Wall Street Journal, Raymond J- Raymond James, fixed income capital markets uh, head Kevin Giddes said that while a recession is unlikely to hit the U.S. Mm-hmm, market anytime soon, the trend of the stock market could easily reverse. The executive stated that there exists a clear discrepancy between the outlook on the U.S. economy by investors in the stock market and the bond market. You need to really figure out what a bond is. Also, um, there is obviously a separation between where the equity market sees the world. Let me get rid of that. Where it sees the world and where the bond market sees the world. Two different things. You don't know what will cause the next recession. But at the same time, you flip it to the other side. And you don't see much that will stimulate economic growth. Um, This uh video they got right here, I actually watched this. He said that we could be in for a 20-year bear market. Um, encouraged by the patience of the Federal Reserve on maintaining its rate, progress in the U.S.-China trade talks and the performance of key industries like the oil sector, the U.S. stock market has shown a high level of momentum in the past two months. But analysts remain uncertain on whether U.S. markets are initiating a proper midterm rally or simply showing an extended correct- correction rally from its crash in late 2018. Last month, major Canadian investment firm Gluskin Sheriff, chief economic, uh, economist, um, David Rosenberg firmly stated that the rally of the U.S. markets was triggered by technical factors over fundamental ones. Rosenberg suggests that a global recession could occur in the years to come as the most major markets, including the U.S., China and Japan, uh, show weakness. Art Hogan, a national holding chief market strategist, simply stated that until the U.S. and China trade talks come to a conclusion and a comprehensive trade deal is achieved, the U.S. market will not be able to make more progress from its current level. To make further gains from here, we have to get concrete evidence coming out of talks for China. And, and when you think about that, right, he says until these two entities get along, you're not going to see much progress from the U.S. What is that telling y'all? You got to really start looking at who owes, who money is owed to. Let me show y'all something. Let me show y'all what's really, really, really going on. Remember, they said that they get that they pay y'all money, y'all get paid to do your services. No, not really. Um, and I don't want to. Okay, so look, this is the United States debt clock. This is how much debt we're going in by the second. This is the United, not U.S. national debt. Now we can go look at the world debt. You can use USA, China, Japan, Germany, the U.K., India. Everybody's in debt. Everybody's borrowed money from everybody else. This is just one big fuck session. 
Everybody owes everybody, and everybody look who's at the top, though. So when we talk about world power and all that, right? We owe the most. You get what I'm saying? Now, if we look at state debt, let's see. Let's look at Illinois. GDP is up, in-state revenue, definitely. Um, the debt right now, that's how fast the debt is going. This is how fast the spending is going. This is debt per citizen, all in capital letters. You got to understand what a U.S. citizen is within the, uh, within the uh, writing of the 14th Amendment. Food stamp recipients. This is your unemployed right here. This is your population in Illinois. So just something to think about, family. You got to start paying attention to world economics because it definitely has a, a, a direct effect on what goes on with you, whether you think it or not. All right, next story. Trade.io launches new funding method by credit cards to crypto traders. Now, this is very interesting for those of you that study credit. For those of you that study Secure Party, Brother Riley, you know what the credit account really is. You know where it's being pulled from. You know how it works with Social Security. So now um, what I want people to really comprehend is that it's pretty much you're pulling from a trust. And that trust has an amount of credit in it. So, I mean, think about it. When you go to, let's just say you got a credit score of 750 or something, right? And you go to, we'll say, K Jewelers and you get your credit ran. And they tell you, look, you've got a, um, a credit balance, balance checks and balances. You have a credit balance of over $5,500. Even if they say $10,000. Where the fuck that $10,000 just come from? Y'all ain't never thought about that? Like all y'all, the, the average person only understands how we operate in the U.S. In a, at a third grade level. Have y'all ever really, really, really thought, okay, so I have this number that's attached to this number that I go to this financial institute. They type the number in and that financial institute now has given me a credit limit of 10000 value U.S. that I pay off with debtors notes. Y'all really, when we really operate in this world, in this U.S., in this, this, this reality that we live in, you really got to break shit down to how you're really doing it. Think about it. The, the Federal Reserve note is just a debtor's note. When you go get that TV, 60-inch TV, you're giving him debtor's uh, instruments. These are debt instruments. So you're not paying for it in, in reality. When you really like comprehend that in your brain, it, it fucks your head up like, damn, okay, so we're we not paying for everything. What are we doing? You're discharging the debt or you're settling the debt with the debt instrument because the TV has already been paid for. That's why we in debt. Everything over here has been paid for already. You're not paying for anything. So them allowing you to reach into that credit account or that trust account, that trust fund or that trust, which um, is the definition of a person. You are a person. You do have a person. Um, you being allowed to reach into that and leverage it or hedge it with digital assets that's a, I'm telling you now, with them allowing this to happen, it's showing you that this is where not only the money, this is the future of checks and balances. Let me say that. Um, crypto exchange trade.io has announced a partnership with the payment processor Simplex, the same company that did it with Binance. Look, people are falling in line, enabling clients to purchase a range of Simplex. You know how many deals they probably broken? In fact, I'm going to tell you right now, they the hot man on the uh, block right now. It's probably a thousand cryptocurrency exchanges knocking down their door trying to get that contract in order to allow their exchange to let people to go ahead and head, jump into their they credit uh, accounts, their trust funds and jag it off with crypto. You know what I mean? Not for the, I mean, not saying everyone's going to jag it off, but when you really understand why credit was used, why credit was created, um, you really need to check out Corey P. Uh, Corey P. Smith's book. Um, damn, what is it? Where's my book at? It's sitting over here on the ledge somewhere. But uh, it really goes into how when you give somebody what they think is almost a free option, 
how frivolously they will spend it versus it actually being a physical asset in their hand being i.e. money. You know what I mean? So you going into with a, a, a credit score of 750, whatever the case may be, and probably going into K Jewelers with maybe a thousand dollars trying to grab something, then they run your credit and they're like, hey, you got a ten thousand dollar limit, credit limit, balance. What are you gonna do? You're gonna go crazy now because now you have you are able to spend. You're not able to physically see it. So you're able to now do a transaction and obtain something of material um importance to you with you tapping into basically an imaginary account, but it's not, I mean, it's not imaginary, but y'all get what I mean? So them allowing you now to tap into that account and grab, excuse me, digital assets with it. Like y'all don't know how crazy this is. It's only crazy when you really understand how the system works, I guess. When you're looking at it from the outside in, it's just like a well-oiled machine. It's just like, oh, okay. It's just like when you do a credit card transaction, you really don't comprehend how a credit card, well, a lot of us do not comprehend how a credit card transaction really works. You got people that really think Federal Reserve notes or dollar bills, cash is being sent through a system somewhere to pay something off. And it's not. I mean, think of a bill when you get a bill from uh, from um, from NICOR or whatever, ComEd. You got to comprehend what a bill really is. They're giving you a balance that's to be paid. They've already reached into that trust because it's tied to your Social Security number and has already taken care of the obligation of that bill. They're letting you know this is what we took out of your account. So this is what you have to pay with your debt instrument in order to replace that which we took off but you're not paying anything you're just giving them a debt instrument but um anyways initially the solution will support the purchase of btc ethereum litecoin bitcoin cash and usd or euro management of trade io has also confirmed that more coins and currencies will be added for purchase at a large state this partnership with simple partnership with simplex simplex is a leading eu licensed payment service provider provides a regulated and secure framework through which trade io's client base can easily and conveniently invest or trade in cryptocurrencies. With this move, Trade.io demonstrably provides its support, demonstrably, I've never heard that word before, to uh, investors of traditional financial instruments, remember instruments, you really gotta start paying attention to the words we use, who wish to access the cryptocurrency industry, an industry notorious for its high barriers of entry and complicated onboarding processes. So I'm gonna move right on to the next story because that's showing you right there to allow you to tap into your credit account, right? So let me bring this story next. Now you have the United States crypto platform Hubby launching a fiat to crypto trading um, platform or uh, ramp. So now not only are they allowing you to tap into your trust or into your credit you, with the use of your social security number. Now, um, okay, now they're allowing you to take those debt, those debt instruments. Hmm. So interestingly enough, right? When we really comprehend how the, how the, how the system works, if they're allowing you to use debt instruments in order to buy crypto digital assets, the digital assets them themselves would already have to have been prepaid, correct? I'm wondering how this thing really works now. Because as I'm reading this to y'all, I'm downloading a lot of information. You know what I mean? My master, he working, working, catching things. So now it's got me thinking. Anyways, Hubby.com, the United States-based partner of Singapore headquartered crypto exchange Hubby, is launching a fiat to crypto trading services with the initial support for three United States dollar crypto trading pairs. The development was revealed in a press release shared with the Cointelegraph on February 5th. Hubby.com is operated by the HBUS, which launched as a strategic partner of the Hubby group. Start paying attention to these groups, too. A lot of these groups are just trust. They're holding the cryptocurrencies in the trust. This shit wicked. Um, opera, operator of the flagship Hubby Global Crypto Exchange via a newly created San Francisco-based company, HBUS Holdco.inc, which I can guarantee you 
is a trust. Um, hold on, let me see, let me see, let me see. Adoption of the Huddy Rand name, blah, 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 blah. So basically, they're letting you know, look, we opened up the door so you to use Deptis notes. That's what basically what I want to get to y'all. That's that's this is what's going on. This is remember, stop paying attention to price action and start paying attention to these coins. Because that's what is the interest of these people. When they're allowing you to use your debt instruments, but they're like, look, we're gonna hold custodial because we're lessening the risk of you. How are they lessening the risk? If you lose, you, you if if the value goes down, the value goes down. You can do the same exact thing that these instruments are having you pay them to do, or having you allow them to hold your crypto to do. Because what's the difference when you see a, a, a entity like, okay, look, you don't have to own the crypto. You can just trade in it. We'll actually hold the crypto and it lessens your risk. How? I can just sell it the same way that you're buying and selling through that platform. I can do the exact same thing with my own cryptocurrency and dump it off and then turn it back into fiat. They're, what they're allowing you to do is use them debt instruments to trade back and forth. So you're only getting the value of the debt instrument. But, okay, let me keep going. So you're only getting the value of the debt instrument. They're actually holding the cryptocurrency. The CBOE, the CME, when they was doing them future contracts, they held, they kept the crypto. The only thing you were able to gain off of that were the Federal Reserve notes. But now what we have happening now is another futures, I believe, just came out or options. And they said that they're actually paying out in Bitcoin. When I seen that happen, I already knew like, man, these companies is paying out in Bitcoin. That means they're paying out in a new currency. This is the thing you want to, want to comprehend. When have you ever seen the United States Corporation ever transact with anything other than a Federal Reserve note within its jurisdiction? I want people to tell me that. When have you ever seen the United States Corp? allow you to do any type of transaction with anything outside of the basis of a federal reserve note via the digital transaction which we've been doing since the 80s digital transactions are not new we've been doing them since the 80s the first you need to check out what a metal card is and check out who visa used to be before their merge and mastercard but um yeah i'm pretty much not even going to get into that uh cracking another thing they just and when y'all see the oh that's what i was saying so they want y'all paying attention to price action you got to pay attention to the advancement of cryptocurrency and the technology and what's really going on in the system. That's what you really want to pay attention to. Dang, what was I going to do? Was I going to share this on another platform? What was I about? I was about to do something, but I, I forgot just that quickly. But um, anyways, so man, that just threw me all the way off. Um, ah, Let me get on with the story. Cryptocurrency exchange service provider Kraken has officially acquired regulated futures trading startup crypto facilities in an undisclosed deal valued at at least $100 million. Um, announced Monday in a nine-figure acquisition, the largest seen in the industry so far in 2019, will enable Kraken customers to trade spot as well as open positions offering exposure to the future price movements of cryptocurrencies all through a unified trading interface. So basically what they're saying is that instead of Kraken themselves going and trying to get certified to do futures trading and get all these type of regulated uh insurities and you know go through the whole thing of, of paperwork and all that they like nah hell no nah. you know what we're gonna do we're just going to buy a company that already has the rights to do it it's almost like you're a store trying to get your liquor license and you're like you like, know what instead of me in, in essence instead of me buying a store and trying to get a liquor license let me just buy a store or invest in the store that already has the liquor license that's basically what they did they're like well, look we're not even going to try to get the say so to do future trading let's just buy this company you know what i mean or invest in this company that's that already has the uh the go ahead the okay and infuse them with us 
So that's basically what you've seen with this. Um, let me see. As such, Kraken CEO Jesse Powell framed the merger as one of the world massively accelerate his company's. Uh, hold on. Framed the merger as one that would massively accelerate his company's roadmap, enabling the San Francisco-based startup to sidestep years of F man. They smart sidestep years of effort to obtain the license and approvals necessary to offer a competing service in Europe. Founded in 2014, Crypto Facilities is registered with the United Kingdom Financial Conduct Authority, the FCA, and the deal was approved by the regulator. The parties involved said, in the, man, y'all don't understand the type of commercial transactions that's going back and forth in this system. $100 million, $100 billion moves. Like, it's amazing. In my opinion, it is anyways. But, um, anyways, it goes on to say, in addition to offering cash settled Futures trading for Bitcoin, Bitcoin Cash, Ripple, Litecoin, and other trading pairs. Crypto Facility notably provides data to the CME, CF Bitcoin reference rate, and index created in collaboration with the CME, with the Chicago Mercantile Exchange Group, that powers the entities, once again, pay attention to wordplay, United States Futures Offering, a relationship that will continue to follow the acquisition. Um, Let me see. He told Coindesk, the deal brings out total developer team to over 100 and will accelerate crypto facilities by enabling us to add more assets so when he says developer team that's the chart that's the uh, board of trustees that's he got over could look it's only think about it you got these big ass at uh exchanges and these big companies dealing with hundreds of millions hundreds of billions of dollars and they only got a workforce of 50 people 100 people um we plan to launch more contracts in the medium term and kraken also has plans to launch more assets contracts and assets family that's all that matters Contracts, assets, public, private. Moving right along to the next story, because I gotta be quick. It's already 909. Um gold back cryptocurrency launched by Iranian banks. And I'm already in my 30 minutes. I should have been done already. Um, a gold back cryptocurrency called Paymon has reportedly been launched in Iran. Pay attention, family. Pay attention to what's going on out here. Um turn it down. There we go. Uh, according to Financial Tribune for Iranian banks, Bank Melit, Bank Meli Iran, Bank Pasagard, and Parjan Bank have partnered with blockchain startup Kuknos Company for the project. Aimed for use in tokenizing the bank's assets and properties, a billion payment will initially be issued. The report, I'm telling you how they printing fucking money right now, man. I don't know how many more times I got to say this. We are in an era where individuals which an individual is a person which a person is an industry trust partnership i mean not industry uh a corporation trust partnership association yada 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 um they're printing their own money man this 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 country for instance has just created a cryptocurrency that's backed by its gold they don't we don't we don't need fiat and a lot of these companies or countries are doing this because they're trying to escape u.s sanctions so just pay attention to that. We're going to go right over here into the countdown family. Only got about 10, 15 more minutes. So we're going to run through this countdown fairly quick. I want to thank everyone that did tune in for the early rising show of Coffee and Crypto with the Bitcoin Block Bully 2. Um, so let's see. Coming in right now, we got a circulating supply of 114 billion six hundred no, $964,223,640. We got a 24-hour volume of $7,412,170,794. We have a 24-hour... um. We got a 24-hour, ah, excuse me, 
Coming in number one, we got Big Bang Hank Bitcoin trading at $3,492, up 0.2% within the last 24. Coming in number two, we got Ripple trading at 30 cents, up 0.9% within the last 24 hours. No, excuse me, down in the negative 0.9% within the last 24 hours. Coming in number three, we got Ethereum trading at $110, down 0.2% within the last 24. Coming in number four, we got EOS trading at $2.39, down 0.6% within the last 24 hours. Coming in number five, we got Bitcoin Cash trading at $117, down 0.9% within the last 24. And I know people are like, man, dudes, kind of fast i don't know if y'all seen the um clip that i shared from one of my old school um chicago groups i used to listen to triple darkness brother direct and how fast he was rapping that's how all chicago music used to be back in the day this used to be a tongue twisting city when it came to the music and twister was the top one but all music used to sound like that so me being raised on that music i started talking fast and i used to be around a bunch of slick talkers and fast talkers so it just rubbed off on me anyways it definitely helps when you're trying to rush through something but coming in at number five we got bitcoin cash trading at 117 dollars down 0.9 percent within the last 24 hours coming in at number six you got usdt united states dollar tether which is a cryptocurrency equivalent to the united states dollar right now it's trading at a dollar oh one and it's up 0.3 percent within the last 24 up 0.1 percent within the last hour up 0.3% within the last 24. Coming in at number 7, we got Litecoin trading at $33.80, down 0.2% within the last 24. Coming in at number 8, we got Tron trading at $0.02, cent, down 1.05% within the last 24. Coming in at number 9, we have Stellar Loomis trading at $0.07, cent. wow, down 3% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number 10, we got Bitcoin SV trading at $0.66.07, down 1.2% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number 11, we got Cardano trading at $0.03, cent, down 0.9% within the last 24. Coming in at number 12, we got Binance Coin trading at $7.14, down 0.1% within the last 24. Coming in at number 13, we got Monero trading at $43.58, up 0.2% within the last 24 hours. Um, up 2.1% within the last 24 hours. Monero um, seeing a nice amount of uh, gains within the last 24 hours. Out of shit, out of, out of the top, what's that, top 13 so far? He's the first one with games. Coming in at number 14, we got IOTA, other than Tether, trading at 25 cents, down 0.3% within the last 24. Coming in at number 15, coming in at number 15, we got Dash, brother uh, Peter Falcon. How we doing out there, my brother? Grand Rising. How we doing? Long time, my friend. Coming in at number 14, we got IOTA trading at, uh, no, nah, we did that. Coming in at number 15, we got Dash trading at $68.75. It is currently up two point. Look at this. I'm going to tell y'all something. Pay attention. The top two coins in the whole top 20 coin market cap that are up are the two privacy tokens. Pay attention to that. The top two coins. It's little stuff like that you really, 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 really got to pay attention to. And they're not. They're up 2%. Everything on here is down. But you got these two privacy coins that are both up 2%. Pay attention. Coming in at number 16, we got NEO trading at $7.10. Right now, it's down 0.4% within the last 24. Coming in at number 17, we got Ethereum Classic trading at $3.98, down 0.8% within the last 24 hours. Coming in at number 8, we got NEEM trading at $0.03, cent, down 2.5% within the last hour. Coming in at number 19, you got USD Coin trading at $1.03, which is another stable currency that's supposed to be backed by the United States dollar. It's up 0.02% within the last 24. And coming in last but not least, we got Maker, which is trading at $399.00. For a loss of 5% within the last 24. Ah, look at that. Did y'all see what just happened? Maker just knocked USD coin out of the way, meaning its market cap just pushed up. Meaning we just went from $399 to $407. And we just increased within the last hour, 2%. So you see Monero taking 24 hours to make an increase of 2%. Maker just did it in two hours. I mean, in one hour. 
We just, I mean, in your face, you just jump from 399 to 407. So think about it. Think of an institute that's got over $100,000 and they bought X amount shares of making. We just had to jump like that. That was beautiful. Beautiful. Up oh, USD just came and knocked it right back out. So what you're seeing right now is the battle of the market caps. How who has the most market cap? USD has two hundred and ninety six million five hundred and nine thousand seven hundred and sixty seven dollars. Maker has two hundred and ninety six million twenty thousand six hundred and eighty one dollars. So they'll probably be going back and forth uh, throughout the day. Family, do we have any questions so far? Any questions on anything? I don't have time to do any type of charting. Um, today, let's see. We, we can take a look at the biggest gainers, though. We got HTML coin once again. For anyone tuning in, look at this HTML coin up 848% within the last 24 hours. You're not seeing the stock market do this. You're not. 24 hours. And it's only trading at $36. <laughs> I mean, 25 volume. But Basically, this is what you don't want to get caught up by because people will see this and be like, wow, but you can do this with something that doesn't have a lot of liquidity in it. You, you understand what I mean? Think of it like this. If there's an asset on the market right now that's only going for a dollar and there's no volume in it, I can easily come and plump it up to 50 bucks and it's going to tell you it's up X amount percent, you know, 500 percent or whatever the case may be. But there's no money to be made. It's just up. That's it. But coming in uh, second, you got Metaverse ET up 17.5% with a 24-hour volume of 6 million, 6.3 million. Look at this on the list. You got Pundiac up 17% and growing. <coughs> then you got Theta, <coughs> Holo, which is hot on Binance, Iconomy, um, and which are all ranging from upwards of 3% to 9%, respectfully. Let me see. So I don't think we got any questions. Nope. With that being said, fam, I'm going to go ahead and end this. Like I said, I do got a lot lot uh, to handle today. I will try to come back for a midday show. Also, be on the lookout for the live show coming from um, me and brother D. Duncan, the head of honcho, the ambassador for the U.S. of the Pundi X, XPOS uh, company and platform and system so be on the lookout for that family until the next video until the next podcast i want to thank everyone that tuned in was able to listen in or able to see this and this will be updated i mean uploaded to the youtube channel for those who wish to go to youtube and check it out until the next video until the next podcast this is amir the chicago crypto hustler bitcoin block bully peace power and prosperity family oh hold on okay yeah i want to make sure let me see Okay, yeah, I just want to make sure I was on the right thing. Peace, power, and prosperity, family. I am out of here.